Hello and welcome to the Flippin' Weirds podcast. We are based in the UK and we'll be talking all things Malifaux, from news and reviews to events and tactics. Enjoy the show. is up nerds we are back again and the explorers are still coming through thick and fast and we're here with another keyword first impression um matt's here with me again today do you want to say something matt something matt hey. <laughs> <laughs> gotta commit. that's the point it's commitment <laughs> yeah i think i'm going to just pick something different for you to say every time and just see how uh, silly we can make it um and we've got someone else with us here today so we've got lewis with us so lewis you know the drill we're going to ask you who your favorite master is what your favorite faction is and what your best moment in malifaux is so why don't you introduce yourself uh hi everyone i'm lewis and most of you might know me as the guy who runs the tournaments in Scotland at the moment and for the Scottish meta uh, social stuff, uh, the YouTube channel and the current blog that we've got going on. Uh, Favourite faction in Malfo in 2E was Guild. In 3, it's definitely never born. I think Guild have lost a bit of the shine for me. Um, It just happened. They took away my toys, uh, which comes into the next point of Favorite master to e was definitely Nelly. Um, she just she could do everything, and there was just not a game that you didn't want to play her in. Um, I, I I really miss Nelly, and I just wish they'd bring her back. Uh, third edition, I think I'm playing Euripides mostly at the moment, and I've been having a bit of luck with him, so I'm not going to complain about that too much. And then favorite moment in Malifaux is definitely winning the 2018 nationals and finally getting to hold that belt up when it arrived at the start of third edition it was just fantastic just it was a, it was a really awesome belt to be fair like it, it was and i don't think a lot of people expected me to do it either and i know i sort of sometimes do well at tournaments but i think a lot of the expectation expectations go on you guys and that sort of thing so i feel like i was one of those leicester's winning the premier league sort of thing which was nice um, um yeah. you know, I, I think we were rooting for you a little bit. Yeah, we were definitely rooting for you. It was good to see it's good. It was good to see. And you were super chuffed and we were all chuffed for you. So that was an awesome moment. We were worried you were gonna get altitude sickness. But <laughs> up that high. <laughs> Mate, I, I honestly and I'm I've I've said I've said it before, but I actually have to thank Ollie Hedges for winning that nationals because it was him catching me out with Tate Prisoner on the second edition printing press that made me aware that people could score off it. And then <laughs> then my opponent in the last round of Nationals tried to do it, and I was just like, oh, I know what happens here, and moved to the printing press. Um, so <laughs> I have to sort of shout out Ollie out on that one because he prepared me for something that I didn't know could happen. So. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, so Lewis is a pretty prominent member of the UK community and definitely the Scottish community. So this week or this day today, because we're doing daily episodes, I need to remember that. Uh, today we are looking at Nexus and the Cadmus keyword. So we'll jump straight in with Nexus. Um, Nexus is 
a scary looking spider um looking really really cool actually i'm super excited to get nexus on the table uh we've got a defense five willpower seven move four model with 11 wounds so fairly standard-ish looking master um hive mind on the front of the card after deployment attach a hive upgrade to this model so we'll have to have a look at that uh, we've got omnipresent influence so this model can draw line of sight and range for its actions from friendly cadmus models within 12 inches um, this model cannot draw line of sight and range for this in this way from any model more than once per activation so it's it's a bit like zareda's um, line of sight thing used to work but it's limited to once per activation so that seems okay uh, we've got siphon power which is the cadmus keyword ability or no we haven't we are legion is the cadmus keyword ability we've got siphon power which is after this model declares an action a friendly model within four may suffer one irreducible damage if it does so this model may add one suit of its choice to the action's final dual total pretty cool and then we are legion which is the keyword ability so during the activation phase when this model heals or suffers damage, it may choose another friendly Cadmus model within four, not already chosen for this ability, this activation, to suffer or heal one damage as before. If it does so, reduce the damage or reduce the amount this model heals or suffers by one to a minimum of zero. So it's a way to pass along healing or damage between the keyword, which is pretty cool. Um, before we jump into it, let's have a look at the Hive upgrade. Um, so is if a model with this upgrade if a model with this upgrade attached is killed attach this upgrade to another cadmus model in the crew so keeps it around even if nexus isn't about parasitic grasp so cadmus models in this crew may treat enemy models with a parasite token as though they were friendly cadmus models except for street schemes and strategies so that's pretty cool so if you get a parasite token on an enemy model you can pass damage off to it um and if an enemy model with a parasite token would gain another parasite token, it instead suffers two irreducible damage. So that's quite a lot to talk about. There is another thing on the upgrade, but we'll save that for now. So let's have a let's have a look at what we've got at the moment. So what are we thinking so far looking at the front of the card, Matt? Um I fairly like the stat line's pretty good. Defense five, willpower seven, it's not terrible for a master. Move four strikes me she's gonna be a little bit slow. Be interested to see if there's anything in the crew that can uh, move around a bit, little uh get her up the table or if uh, maybe she's a quite a range piece um I, I really like how unique it is actually it's very different isn't it um but the the whole once per activation on omnipresent influence i feel that that gives it balance and i know we've had problems with zarader in the past so actually this this feels like a good way of doing it and the we are legion it could be really interesting um it's got to really protect her from like those those small plank damages but is it is it going to protect her against the big hits? I don't know. So I'm I'm, I'm fairly interested. At the first first glance could be a unique looking crew. Personally, what do you think, Lewis? I I really like it. Um, we are Legion is the bit that stands out to me. I know it's the keyword wide ability, but it stands out because I think this makes it a good counter to models that maybe put has this terrain out. You like Ma like um, Titania and that sort of thing. And if you can combo it with the upgrade onto one of their models and just you run over some hazardous terrain, it deals you one damage, you just plink it off to whatever you're charging or casting at with this uh, master. I just think it's I think it's big. I think it's a way that you can get around hard to kill. It's It seems like they've got a lot of answers for a lot of things that cause problems to other models. 
and I like that. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's 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 a very different to anything we've seen so far. There are there's obviously the limitation that you can only pass the same model once per activation, so that, that keeps it keeps it honest to a degree. Um, but also, there's no line of sight to it, so you can the model just has to be within four, which I guess is all this whole connected to the hive thing, right? Um, but it's yeah, it's looking really really good. Do we um do we think the heals can I don't think the healers as powerful as the the damage bit. I I'd be interested to see does that the healing one doesn't seem like an awful lot. Um it's obviously going to be less triggers of healing than there is damage. So it'd be interesting to see how that comes up and if that can be manipulated in any way. So it definitely comes up with Cadmus henchman. I I was just going to say I think you use it if there's a way to manipulate it, you use it to stop like for instance in gaining grounds one. If you've got hidden martyrs, your opponent figures it out and tries to knock them off with burning or poison, you just put your healing on the model that's going to die and you keep your scheme alive. So I think it's a way that you need to balance it like that as well. It's about not losing stuff to incidental. Yeah, there's definitely... And and to be fair, it can all add up as well. I mean, we we know Cadmus is a pretty... Um, model heavy keyword so it can all add up if you're talking about one damage every sort of activation being passed around and obviously because of the way it's worded you can pass it from one model to another to another as long as you are not targeting the same model per activation so you can you can move that healing around all that damage around fairly efficiently which is looking pretty cool okay so let's let's see what this the, this is packaged with on the back of the card uh, so, first attack action is Hive Strike. Um, it's a one-inch range melee, stat seven, event against defense. Target suffers one, three, four damage and must either discard a card or gain a Parasite token. So there's a way to get your Parasite tokens out. We've got three triggers on here. We've got a Ram for Siphon Life, which is awesome. So that's, again, don't forget that's going to trigger the healing. Um, so you can pass that along with We Are Legion. You've got Severe Injury and then transmutation, which is once per activation and any one condition with a value on the target, the target gains a condition of this model's choice at the same value as the ended condition to a maximum of plus two. That's pretty cool. So you could take off someone's focus and give them poison, burning, distracted, something like that. That's very, very cool. And you can do it from 12 inches away. Well, 13 inches away from the... Well, 12 plus a model because of an omnipresent influence. That's really nice. Uh, well, so we got Exoskeletal Connection, 6-inch range. Stat 7 versus Willpower needs a 13, so 6 to go off. Friendly Cadmus model only, but don't forget that can be an enemy model with a Parasite. Drop a 50 mil Destructible Severe Web Marker into base contact with the target. Then place the target into base contact with the model from which this action's line and sight of, and range were drawn with a surge trigger and a trigger to end all conditions on the target. So it's a little bit like a, a less ridiculously long-ranged Presto Changeo, um, but you can only do it to any models with a Parasite token. That's pretty cool. Um, and then we've got two tactical actions. Both of them are bonus actions. We've got Citizens of Malifaux. It's a two-inch pulse. Choose any number of scheme or friendly web markers within range. Increase this action's target number by plus three for each chosen marker. So you summon an eyes and ears into base contact with each chosen marker, then remove those markers. So it needs a two to start and then 
plus three for each model you or for each marker you're removing and model you're gaining. So you can get what four models with a red joker. So twelve, yeah. Um, so up to four models, but you do have to get those markers down first. So that's a really interesting version of summoning. Um, and then the last thing on the card is Soul Shock. Is another bonus action. Two inch pulse needs a three to go off. Enemy models in range must pass a target number fourteen defense jewel or gain a parasite token. With a trigger that the model from which this action's line of sight or range were drawn suffers one damage, which I guess is to pass off with We Are Legion. That looks that all looks pretty interesting to me. Yeah, it's quite a lot going on there. I would say, and what really stands out for me is that both of the attack actions are stat seven, which is really interesting. Like. Uh, stat seven is is very good in the game and shouldn't be shouldn't be undersold. Um, discard a card or gain a parasite token. Just straight in there with some card discard. I appreciate the damage track is only one three four, but it goes up to a two four five with the siphon life and with the fact that you can ping damage onto models around you to gain the triggers. I think that's a really good point to call out here. Is that actually all these triggers are open to Nexus? because of the ability to ping damage to gain triggers. So I think these are really good triggers. Yeah, so when you do that, the damage track then becomes, what, three, three, five, six, right? Because you can siphon power to ping it, and with siphon life, it becomes three, five, six. Am I reading that right? Uh, so um, yes and no. So you can... Um... Uh, so with siphon power, you can a friendly model can choose to suffer one irreducible damage. They could pass that off to a model with a parasite token, um, who but they would still suffer the damage because it's irreducible. Um, so yes, it would with siphon life. But then if you also think about it, I mean that that's but you can only do that once per activation to that model. But then if they don't have a card and already have a parasite token, which they would have if you're passing the damage off, they're effectively it's going to become what one. Three, four, five, five, min five. Is that right for that one attack? Effectively, so you're going to start at one. You're going to put one on for the siphon life, uh, which is two. Take it up to three for the one you're passing off with the um, we are legion, and then two for the two reducible for the parasite. That's pretty impressive. So that's min five damage coming from three different sources. Yeah, is that right? It's uh, that's. Is that is that actually right? It feels a little bit like stars align. Is that something that's gonna gonna happen often? No. So it's completely stars align because you'd need. Um, so for a start, you'd need to be really close to the enemy. Uh, well, potentially because you need to pass the damage off from We Are Legion. Um, so you'd pass your you get a friendly model or Nexus to suffer one damage, pass it through models to the model you're targeting with We Are Legion then you'd also need them to already have a Parasite token and not want to discard a card. Um, so, And then you would be min 5 damage for one hit. And then the most you could do to that same model after that would be min 4 if they still don't discard a card and you still get Siphon Life. Yeah, so so definitely, definitely feels like a massive stars aligned. I don't see that coming up often. I think most of the time you're going to be... Min two, maybe three if you're pinging a point of damage out if you've got a parasite token. Um, yeah, it's, but I think most of the time it's two, isn't it? Really, with cipher life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it's it's a cool potential way to do a big hit if you need to, right? But it's it's a little bit in your opponent's control because of the 
card discard all parasite token mechanic. Yeah, I also say I don't think your opponent's going to see it coming. No, like I think if you pull that off, they're going to be like, "Sorry, what?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what do we think about exoskeletal connection? It's a less problematic presto changeo, like you said. So, yeah. Yeah, I think the limitations of it being a friendly canvas model only is good. Um, I think the benefit of being a, a bit of severe web marker though is probably pretty handy. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think you're definitely going to see it used, especially seeing as it only needs a, a six to go off, um, move some models around. But I suppose how off, how much that gets moved really de- does depend on the rest of the canvas models, I guess. It feels a lot more like a way to get your models up the board. I mean, you could you can technically move enemy models but they need a parasite token already and at that point you, you they're probably not not really needing to be moved but it could be a clutch way to score or deny right yeah straight yeah. away starting to feel like you don't want parasite tokens on you right like if you could avoid taking a parasite token don't take a parasite token i mean ending all conditions on the target is good as well let's if you ping a point of damage, I mean, I like I said, I play Euripides and I ping a point of damage all the time onto myself. So if you can ping a point to end all conditions, that's that can be clutch against some models looking at Ophelia's crew and they're shielded. I think interestingly, I like is there is this going to be used turn one? You're going to ping up three three models turn one, draw three cards, and then try and heal yourself later on, depending if the crew's got some healing, like with the surge trigger maybe maybe um i think it's definitely it's a definitely an interesting option and it's a cool um op- it's a cool thing to have in the tool belt right um especially seeing as if you look at these it's really if you think about how so and it feels like nexus is going to struggle to put a lot of pressure on one model because uh, nexus isn't super quick and the omnipresent influence can only go through each model or through one model once per activation so unless you've got three separate models um, within one inch of the model you want to attack, it's going to be hard to pressure those those three attacks all at once on the same model. You're going to have to sort of spread your influence a little bit. Um, but the, another thing with exoskeletal connection is it seems like a really great way to get some web markers out for citizens of Malifaux. Yeah. So it seems like the best way to get those out, to get that summon up and running. But then Soul Shock seems like an awesome way to get Parasite tokens out. So it's that you've, it's that toss-up between are you summoning Eyes and Ears or are you trying to put Parasite tokens out with Soul Shock? So that's good. That's an interesting... Um, it's a really interesting card, actually. Like, there's a lot to take in. It feels like we've been a little bit disjointed talking about it, but there's just a lot of different stuff here, right? There's the stuff that we haven't seen before, different mechanics. It's really, really cool. Um, so we still do have to talk about the rest of the Will of Cadmus upgrade or the Parasite upgrade. Uh, no, it's not called Parasite. How do they? Hive upgrade. So the second bit of this is after every model is activated... This model may gain slow and activate a second time, but it may only take the following action, where X is equal to the number of friendly Cadmus models in play, divided by two. So the action is Will of Cadmus. Uh, it's stat X. So stat is number of Cadmus models divided by two. Range six. Resists on willpower and it needs a 12. So friendly Cadmus models only. This action cannot target the same model more than once per activation. Target takes a non-charge general action, chosen and controlled by this model with three different triggers one which lets them take a claw action one which means after resolving you 
move the target two inches, and one that means when resolving the generated action, the target ignores its insignificant ability, if any. This is really awesome. So this is super clutch way to score and deny schemes after your opponent's already activated all their models and has no way to influence it. Yeah, it seems really, really strong. Like, I think you have to be on top of the Cadmus models to stop this going off, right? But this feels feels really strong, feels like... I, mean, I suppose not being able to do anything about it is going to feel a little bittersweet, like sweet for you, but your opponent might find it a little bitter. The the And the, the choice of, actually, I'm going to make an attack or you're going to move the target up to two inches, it's just going to pull it out of, out of a... Uh, out of a problem or just let something that you weren't even thinking about going to take a drop a scheme it's just going to drop one i suppose knowing that you're playing into cadmus you've got to expect this and also it's range six so nexus has got to be fairly close right well it's range six plus that he can draw line of sight and range for his act for its actions sorry so nexus has no gender um from friendly cadmus models within 12 the, the problem with this is even if you deal with Nexus, you don't deal with this because the upgrade just jumps around. So this is there while they've got models on the table. Yeah, th- this is happening. So uh, I think I think actually if you can't get angry about it, you've just got to accept that it is happening. And if you can stay on top of the Cadmus models, then you're going to reduce that stat, right? Destroy the Hive and you'll weaken their powers. Which is pretty cool, actually. Let's 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 step away from the mechanic of it all of a sudden. Super cool as fluff, right? Destroying the hive low weakens their power. I can't help but feel that like blown apart as just like like what that what Mad Dog has has just gained in this matchup because you don't want your opponent getting web markers at all because that puts the stat of this up. Oh, what for the summoning eyes and ears? Yeah, if you summon an eyes and you, you so you summon two eyes and ears, say, right? That puts this stat up by one anyway. If you summon three eyes and ears, it puts it up by two because you round up. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know that actually. Mad Dog has much influence on this because effectively, if Nexus is trying to get the web markers out, he's it's doing it in its activation. It's doing exoskeletal connection three times and then Citizens of Malifaux as the bonus action. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I'm just saying that if they spend a lot of time building up web markers, then blown apart does become a factor. But this is this is a good upgrade. And can can it take this action only in the second activation or in the first one as only well? Only in the second activation. No, it def- it definitely can take this during its activation. There's nothing to stop it. Uh, we need. Um, I need to just let's have a look at just quickly go on. I'm just going to try and find. Can anyone shout out an upgrade that gives a different action? Ophelia. There we go. Um, <laughs> I wonder why that came up. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> so let's look at hers. So uh, this model gains the, this model gains the following action. So it doesn't say this model gains the following action. So I don't think it can. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. That, I suppose that's fair. Um, which yeah, I think that makes more sense. But yeah, I think I think going back a little bit, what Matt said, they've really dug into this hive theme, right? And it and it with the way that omnipresent influence works, with the way we are legion works. Now also don't forget that once you get a parasite token on you, you're part of the hive. So you're adding to the num the stat of this will of Cadmus as the enemy models. You're also Nexus can target through you because you are a friendly Cadmus model. 
Um, that yeah, this is this is so cool. This is completely different to anything we've got in the game at the moment, um, and I love it. Is there any way of taking a parasite token off? I appreciate we're spending a lot of time on Nexus, but I feel like there's, this is all new, right? This is worth spending some time with. No, I don't because there's no way to remove tokens, is there? Because it's the same as blight tokens with Halen. Yeah, there's no way to remove them. And just think about if you're in the middle of if you're in the middle of the crew, if, if soon as soon trouble. as you get a parasite token on you, you are in trouble because every model that gets damaged around you can pass damage off onto you. It's only one at a time, but that adds up. It's almost like a death sentence. This is death by paper cut, isn't it? This is, this is, yeah. Armored models are going to struggle against this because it's death by a thousand cuts. It's not. Yeah, one one parasite, and I'd say you're done, like in, in amongst this crew. That's um, that's scary. It means you really can't necessarily go into a Nexus crew. You want to take it or take it apart uh, on on the edges. I'd say. Yeah, the flip side is obviously it's because it's four inch or four inch um, range on the We Are Legion. They're they're wanting to stay fairly bubbly, so I don't know. Obviously, exoskeleton connection can move them around, but I'm not sure how far they want to go out from a sort of uh, rough bubble so that they can pass damage and healing through to each other. But Nexus is on a forty mil base, so that's you know that's quite a big four inches. It's. Yeah, yeah, it's just because you can only pass damage through each model once per activation, it's how many models you want to keep around in your little nest, effectively, right, to pass damage off onto. Yeah. If you're going to get attacked two or three times in an activation, you, you want enough models to be able to pass that off. But if we, only, I suppose the other limiting factor is you can't target the same model more than once, right? Well, you can't with with We Are Legion. You can't, and with Omnipresent Influence, you can't. So it's really like it feels like it's been thought out and 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 balanced around trying to make so like it's it's balanced in the way that you can't just keep hitting the same thing over and over again in in an activation. Yeah. So if I charge in and hit hit Nexus with this with a model, I'm going to hit Nexus. It's only going to ping, and I've got a parasite token. It's only going to ping one point of damage onto me during my activation. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Which, which to me, actually makes it all right, and I really like it. And for a moment there, it felt a little felt a little bad, but no, I think it's fine. I think it's really cool. I'm, I'm loving it. We should read the rest of the Cadmus cards so I can so I can see what else we're gonna run into. Yeah, because they're all gonna have this. We are Legion as well, right? Yeah, and yeah, I agree. I think overall with Nexus, such a cool mechanic, and very nice to see something completely new in the game. And I think the last thing I'll say on it, if you think about this Will of Cadmus, actually, the the point where the game's getting really close and really tight towards the end of it is the bit, the time when that's going to be really hard for Nexus to get off with the when they've got uh, less Cadmus models on the board to, to fire that stat up a bit. So I think that also keeps it in check as well. Um, so yeah, I love it. Love Loving this so far. Alright, so let's look at the Totem, which is the shambling nest or the shambling nests because there are two of them um so we've got a three cost which is effectively nothing because totem defense five willpower three low willpower is really becoming a theme in explorers um well i don't know if that's fair because nexus is willpower seven yeah nexus is the master but i like willpower three on the totem i mean there's quite a few low willpowers we've seen so far um, but anyway we've got move three wow move three size one from the shadows though so that makes up for that move three 
hard to wound, insignificant, and then that we are legion again. Um, on the back, we've got ticks and leeches. So it's a two-inch range melee stat four with a built-in ram. Enemy only, target gains a parasite token. And the ram gives you tear off a bite. So parasite tokens without the enemy being able to disengage, but it's on, uh, sorry, discard a card, but it's on a stat four. If you do get it off, though, that tear off a bite is pretty tasty with We Are Legion because you can pass some healing around. Uh, we've also got a crow trigger for injured. Um, and then one other action, which is a tactical. Swarm of Mites, 2-inch range, needs a 5. This model suffers 2 damage. Models within range suffer 1 damage, which is a bit misleading because actually what's going to happen is this model's going to suffer 2 damage, it's going to suffer 1 and pass 1 off to you, and then you're going to suffer 1 damage, which will actually be 2 because it's passed 1 off to you. Yeah, it is a little misleading. Um, 8 wounds on these things is is what I call out. I was pretty pretty shocked by that. Um, but I suppose they, they use the wounds, um, and I suppose they're there to just effectively pulse damage out with We Are Legion and Swarm of Mites. They, they, they're, they're pretty scary because you can't can't stop that Parasite token, right? You don't want to actually be anywhere near these, but I don't also think you're going to... Once they get close to you, you you're going to want to kill them, and eight wounds is a big ask, but I suppose the only saving grace you've got is their move three, so run. Run while you can. <laughs> Until they get Nexus into the nest and thrown up at you. Well, there's got to be a model already oh, yeah. there, is the thing with Nexus. So he's got to bring you to another model he's already got, or it's already got there. Well, that's why these are here then, right? From from the shadows. So it, it feels a bit like the, these have a couple of roles. It feels like you're using these as your base to exoskeletal connection things up the board. And it feels like with eight wounds, these are your We Are Legion wound banks. Uh, so you're passing damage off onto them and you're healing when they hit stuff from their tear off a bite. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, actually, is did Nexus have any other way of defending herself besides passing wounds off? No. Soul stones. Yeah, soul stones. That's it. So actually, like that you could just put her under committed fire and she would need these nearby, I'd say. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It'd be interesting to see how that pans out. I also like these because with the Hive upgrade, you could spend Nexus's turn, instead of doing extra damage, giving out injured uh, with severe injury and then just, with the Hive upgrade, make them take an attack action and just... Laugh because stat four probably meets them then, and they can't do anything about that parasite token. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. So these are very cool. They're they're different. Again, it's a bit something something a bit different. Um, it's yeah. They've got. I, I really like that swarm of mites. I really like how misleading it is when you tell when you tell your opponent. They're like, "What does this do?" And you're just like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to suffer two damage." And then your models within one inch are going to suffer uh, within two inches are going to suffer one damage. And they're like, "Oh okay, that's not so bad." Um, and then and then you're just like, "Oh, actually, I'm going to suffer one because we are legion, and your models got a parasite token, so they can suffer an extra one." Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely. I definitely think there's a lot to be said there for some splash damage. Just, you know, I'm going to stand here and just pulse out two damage. I tell you, the penny, 
will be good. Yeah, I'll tell you what is actually a good crew to play against this. Uh, it's not really, actually. Um, I was going to say Whizbang. It might be the Whizbang, the, the crew that Whizbang actually counters, but most of Whizbang still suffers damage from this because they reduce Shockwave and Aura Pulse damage, but not... Um, actually, no, they don't reduce this at all because it's not an Aura Pulse or a Shockwave. It's just four inches. Oh, I thought Whizbang had found its calling then, but apparently not. <laughs> Unfortunately not. Back in the box, Wong. Back in the box. Uh, it was not the one. Oh no, that was completely wrong. All right, never mind. Completely wrong. Hey, all right. Let's look at let's look at the henchmen. So, Doctor Meredith Stanley. We've got eight cost, defense five, willpower five, move five, seven wounds. Why are we Why are we defense five, seven wounds, eight cost? Uh, we've got a fungus among us. That is a pretty cool name for ability. When this model activates, it may remove a corpse or web marker. So that's another use for those web markers within four to choose a friendly eyes and ears within four to replace with a berserker husk. Then the new model heals three. So there's a little bit of a little bit That's of really cool. uh, stars aligning with the web marker within four. Then a friendly eyes and ears within four. But you get a berserker husk, which sounds really really meaty. It sounds like sounds like we've just stole a little bit of a the the grow mechanic in this. We've got a bit of summoning. We've got got a bit of growing. I'd be interested to see how the eyes and ears look compared to a berserker husk. If if everybody doesn't paint Meredith Stanley as Rita Repulsa from the original Power Rangers and scream "Make my monsters grow" every time they do this, I'll be very upset. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's really cool. Uh, what else have we got on the front of the card? Uh, after a friendly Cabus model within four is killed, draw a card. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure how how close to the action Meredith wants to be with seven wounds, uh, defense five. But that's pretty cool. And don't forget, enemy models with a parasite token are friendly campus models because we're all part of the big hive family. Uh, we've got healing drafts on the front of the card, which is awesome. With we are legion, and then we are legion. So there's your little healing um, buzz to hand around every activation when people are activating around Meredith, which is very cool. I don't unless unless Meredith has got something going on on the back of the card. Defense five seven wounds stones is the only thing keeping it up. This feels a little feels a little squishy. Is anyone getting that impression? Yeah, I'm, I I was looking yeah. at this going, why why are we eight cost seven wounds defense five willpower five with no meaningful defensive ability like if, if it was yeah. the front of the card it's like oh demise eternal well there we go there's your answer right um but there's nothing well, you you expect that kind of wound so eight cost seven wins i would expect it to have armor one yeah at least or something right hard to wound hard to kill something like yeah, that so yeah so that's a little bit weird that's a little bit weird now don't get me wrong there's a lot of cool things happening on the front of this card but i'm not sure meredith is gonna yeah i'm not sure meredith wants to be anywhere near any kind of action with uh yeah like she wants she want, you want to get that card draw off for four inches but four inches feels like a really tight bubble really tight bubble I do wonder, maybe this is Wong's game, because if you're going to have to stay this close, shockwaves are are real. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, well, let's um, let's see what's going on in the back of our card. Uh, so we've got Alchemal Vial, which is exactly the same thing the research assistant has got with an infect trigger, which is really nice. So shockwave 2, move 13, damage 2, poison 1. Brilliant. Uh, then we got Rancid Transplant, uh, which is 8-inch range, stat 5 versus defense. Stat 5, both stat 5 versus a on a 
henchman. Um, although the shockwave is whatever. Um, target gains injured one, poison two. This model may end one condition of its choice on the friendly model. If it does so, the target gains that condition. Uh, yeah, on its choice. So target a model within five of another friendly model is the bit I didn't mention there, which makes the rest of the action make sense, right? Um, so end one condition of its choice on the friendly model if it does so the target gains that condition at the same value if any with a trigger on a crow that if the target has poison plus three or more it gains a parasite token um so have we had so more parasite tokens yeah but like... we, we haven't had anything putting poison out well we've only done nexus and the totals so but nothing's putting out poison so far other than meredith uh, yeah. So, do you do you alchemaic vial first, hit one of your models, and then move the poison on? I guess with ransom. Yeah, I guess I guess that is one way to do it to get a pseudo guaranteed uh, parasite token. But this is a stat five attack on a eight cost model. Um, so, what we've really got going for her here so far is she makes eyes and ears turn into bigger monsters, which is really quite cool. Yeah, that's that's a selling piece currently for me. Like, hopefully, making eyes and ears into big, scary, scary. And healing drafts are obviously awesome with We Are Legion. Um, yeah. All right, let's see. So, we've got two tactical actions: doctor's orders, discard a card, friendly only, move the target up to four. This is this is like a mini morning. Um, and then we've got quarantine. Range four, stat six, uh, needs a six to go off. Target a friendly cabinet bottle or enemy model with poison three or more. Um, with, until the end phase, enemy models cannot end a move or move through the area within one of the target unless that move was started within one of the target. What? Mm. Right. <laughs> that, that's amazing. Until the end phase, enemy models cannot end a move or move through the area within one of the target unless that move was started within one of the target. So I guess you could defend her with this. Um, yeah, so that that's, that's going to keep her alive from anything that's got a one-inch melee, right? Yeah. So if she can target that on a, herself, a cabinet yeah. model or enemy model with poison three, and it's a... I can't remember what so that, that gives her an, uh, an opportunity to stay alive, right? Like you, you uh, you're not going to get attacked by uh, most models. Most models are one inch or zero these days. There's only a handful out there with two. That's pretty good, and that's probably probably what keeps her alive against melee, unless it get close. But guns are a thing. Yeah, and, I'm, and, I'm, and she has to I activate shoot. for this to happen. Uh, it's got a trigger to push models away, which is quite cool as well. So it's um, it's a good, it is a good way of defending her against the melee crew. But yeah, she still feels super squishy. So I see this as um, a tiny extended reach on her. It means models aren't charging her. Um, but also, if you're playing on a board with a bit of a bottleneck and she's near it she can stop models coming through the bottleneck if she can get this on an opponent model. Yeah, there's there's definitely a tactical element to it. And obviously, it doesn't have to be on her. She can put it on a model in front of her, especially if you can find a model that's got a, say, a 50 mil base, right? Actually, all of a sudden, you are really stopping stopping models getting around it. So um maybe maybe that's the game there maybe it's just hide behind the wall the swarm that is around them yeah and take some notes and draw some cards on their corpses yeah that's definitely possible like i, I yeah I, I don't understand the the wound thing per, 
her like completely with that model but overall like she has some super cool stuff going on here her actually to be fair i think the front of her card and her tactical action quarantine are really really exciting the rancid transplant is potentially good but i don't know where this third poison's really coming from unless you're doing alchemal vial first and i don't know why it's stat five um but the front of her card means i think the front of her card means you're going to be taking her regardless right well, we might see another model that might might boost her, but yeah, I I, I, th- I think you're taking it. Well, the front of the card, and obviously we haven't seen those berserker husks yet. So if those berserker husks are just the most oppressive thing I've ever seen, then like yeah, let's you probably take it just for that. All right, cool. Yeah, so I think I think um, Meredith might be looking for that ten stone defensive upgrade that explorers have got in their versatile section in the form of the intrepid emissary <laughs> yeah, i could definitely see that she also might be a great candidate for flash the cash <laughs> flush with cash yeah potentially i'm still not sure you want to give away stones though but there we go all right let's um let's have a look at these minions then so let's go with the eyes and ears first so these are little two stone size two. You can have up to five of them, which makes sense because you can bring multiple in at a time. Defense three, willpower three, three wounds, insignificant. We are legion. Uh, they've got innocent bystander, which means attack actions without a target number that target them gain a target number of 12. And demise, new host. After this model is killed, enemy models within two must each pass a target number 13 defense jewel or gain a parasite token. That's pretty cool. So nice way to get out parasite tokens. It's not a super hard jewel, but you could with We Are Legion. I guess you could make little bombs out of them by passing damage along onto them, so that they explode and put parasite tokens out. Yeah, definitely looks like that. I must admit though, like reading these cards, this is uh, just this this what this crew we're going up against the screw just guns this this is what the flammenbuffer was invented for guns and pulses <laughs> yeah a little bit a little bit um what else have we got so we got makeshift weaponry range zero stat four versus defense it does one two three damage with a slow trigger so grab on it ends the eyes and ears activation we've got a lure a lure on a two stone model is really nice it is only stat four although they've got a tome trigger to suffer two damage and immediately increase this model's dual total by two, which is good. I guess you can pass one of those damage along. Um, it's very cool. Yeah. And also, I feel like you've missed a trick by not saying what the trigger's called. It's, help! I'm trapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is called help. I'm trapped. Um, and then we've got a bonus action, which is always nice on a two-stone model, actually. Uh, is four-inch range. Stat 4 versus willpower, enemy only. Target must reveal a random card in their hand, and then this model may choose to discard the reveal card and have the target draw a new card. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, do you know what? Two stones. Yeah, all right. There's nothing wrong with this model. Three abilities on this card. Three actions on this card for two stones. It's solid. Yeah, you're getting some value there that you might not be getting on uh, Meredith's eight stones, right? Yeah, yeah. There's um. I also feel like actually, so two cost minion, two cost minion that you're summoning that has a law that can actually be a stat six law. So that's all right. Yeah, yeah. If you've got the card, um, that's nice. So let's look at the 
Berserker Husk, which is what Meredith can turn these into. Uh, so we've got six cost, defense four, willpower three, another low willpower. Uh, move four, size two. It's got a built-in defense trigger, which is enemy only after resolving. If this model suffered damage, push this model four inches towards the attacking model. Uh, hard to wound, relentless and ruthless. Those are some nice abilities. Um, we are Legion. Uh, it's got a one inch range stat six two three five with tear off a bite and shove aside. It's got swarm of mites, which is the same thing the shambling nest had, but this one's got an injured trigger and a trigger, which means enemy models damaged by the action must pass a target number thirteen defense duel or gain a parasite token. And then it's got creep along with a trigger that if when resolving it pushes towards a model with a parasite token, it pushes plus two and ignores severe terrain while moving. So. That's pretty cool. Six stones, two, three, five damage. Shove aside is nice and tear off a bite is nice. Um, the unresisted injured on Swarm of Mites is awesome. And one of us, uh, another way to get Parasite tokens out. So basically everything except for Meredith. No, it's everything except for the Shambling Nest so far has been very much in your opponent's control with the Parasite Tokens, right? It's quite resource-intensive, but between either discarding a card or cheating into past Simple Jewel, they're able to avoid these Parasite Tokens. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like, I think these are great for six stones. I mean, the stat line again, 4-3, four, 4-2, four, um, 4 defense, 3 willpower, that is... They're not very quick, are they, as a crew? Like, They really do rely on Nexus, I think, to get around, but... Relentless, ruthless models. It's always, always a great start. Um, they're and hard to wound as well. So and eight wounds. They're they're going to stay up for a while, I think, for a little bit. Um, yeah, it's super easy to hit them, but they can pass damage off with We Are Legion. They're hard to wound, so you're generally getting the lower. Hopefully, you would think getting the lower damage tracks. Um, so you, they're going to be suffering the two, the three, which will become the one, the two, because we are Legion. Um, and they've got some solid actions. Like, these are good. I think if you grow it with Meredith, it's going to come in on, what, six wounds? Um, and then with, with yeah. action, with I mean, if it's within three of Meredith, it's going to heal at the start of his activation to go up to seven. Um, yeah, solid for six yeah, stones. I, I, don't, I don't think these are bad. Like, I think they're, they're six stones worth of nice model. Creep Along's great. Swarm of Mites really fits in. The One of Us trigger is brilliant. Um, shove aside is fantastic. What do you think about it, Lewis? Swarm of Mites on this model is the first trap action I think I've seen that I don't think you should take. Why is that? Because you're gaining injured and this model is defense four, it doesn't need to be lower stats. Uh, yeah, but I think if you're, but I guess it's it's a toss up, really, right? So it's unrelent, unresisted injured, which I guess probably needs to have a downside. Um, but you're, if you're putting injured out onto two or three models, then yeah, it's yeah, no, I agree. Worth it. Yeah, I, I just becoming defense free willpower two is a concern of mine. That's all. Yeah, that is valid. It is something to be aware of, definitely. Yeah, he's not, and I suppose you're not really. Yeah, you're, you're gonna have to like. Sometimes you might have to cheat that crow in. So you've definitely got to be purposefully looking to drop drop in that injured, I suppose. But it's definitely something you'd have to take into consideration. But if you can breed these using the henchmen from the eyes and ears, it's probably 
they're probably worth being a bit of a sacrificial lamb like that. Yeah, I mean, if you've grown them from the eyes and ears, um, there's absolutely no reason not to. But yeah, I, I, I like them. I think I don't think you hire one though, do you? I think you go to grow these. I don't know. They're a bit of a tech pick, I'd say. A bit of a tech pick, ruthless. Well, I think you'd hire them. I can see taking one or two. Again, with eight wounds, they're great banks for more important models to push damage off onto. Yeah, no, no I, I agree. But if you're hiring it just for the ruthless, do you not hire two eyes and ears and just set up the grow on turn one? And then you save yourself, what, eight stones? Yeah, yeah. potentially. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. It's definitely an option, I'd say. Can she grow more? Model? No, no, she grows one a turn, but you, yeah, it's definitely you. Definitely growing them is a is a solid way to go. You just gotta keep your fingers crossed that Meredith doesn't get shot off first, right? Yeah, um, just, just if I see two eyes and ears that close to Meredith, she's getting two shots square <laughs> in the brain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Let's go on to something else. So we've got the Night Silk Creeper. Um, this is a defense six, willpower four. Move five, eight, cost eight wound model with hard to wound. It's got catalyst, which is nice. Uh, seize prey, uh, unimpeded, and we are legion. So this is the first model we've seen that really uses the web markers. I mean, Nexus uses them. Well, Nexus uses them to summon models, and Meredith gets rid of one to grow a model. But this is the one that the first model we've seen that really uses the web markers. And also, it's um, kicking out poison. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got Venomous Strike 234 with Poisons, got a potential Infect Trigger and a potential Terror for Bite. So Terror for Bite's a bit of a theme, which works really nicely with We Are Legion. Uh, we've got Web Strand, which is range 6, stat 5 versus move, staggered and stunned, with a pull and drag and a spin web trigger. And then we've got Create Web and Creep Along. Um, return to the... Yeah, Return to the Nest, Trigger on Creep Along. I love how many theme this is with the Hive-like um, theme. Um, if this model is within one of a friendly web marker, it may take a claw action. And just for anyone who's not looking at the book, they if you ain't picked it up already, they're a bit of a spidery theme. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like the fact this model could um, generate potentially two... Three, three uh, webs a turn as well. Look at that! Like it's going to kick down a lot of web markers. Yeah, but you, it's just what you're going to do with them, right? Um, other than summon, because uh, this is the first model we've seen that uses them, which is really cool. And it, it's basically like a explorer's widow weaver, right? Or explorer's um, what's the other thing? In Neville. oh, the bandersnatch. Bandersnatch, yeah, yeah. I, I like web strands as as a bit. Six inch ranger is a little bit short, but stat five versus move is good but staggered and stunned yeah that, is amazing that's yeah like I, i'm taking one of these because also it's a, another stat seven model on on its attack two three four gain of poison has an effect trigger terrible bite for the heal yeah this this is solid web markers is going to bog the opponent down it's got creep along um if the models were within one inch on that return to the nest trigger one inch of a friendly web marker it may take a, an attack action th potential three attacks from venomous strike really good and com combine that up with um meredith and catalyst that's on the front of this card yeah i was, I was just about to say you, this, you you don't mind your own models having poison off of meredith because when they activate if they're within three of this you just 
clink that poison damage that you're going to take onto an opposing model. Yeah, with the parasite token. Yeah. Back to this death by a thousand cuts. So this is cool. We like this. We like the Night Silk Creeper. Uh, let's move on to the Archivist. So we have eight cost, eight wounds, defense five, willpower six, move four. Uh, it's quite a slow crew outside of the Night Silk. Um, well, we've got Arcane Shield two and Ill Omens two. Very nice. Siphon power and we are Legion. Um, actions on the back. We've got Inaudible Whisper. Range 10, stat 6 versus willpower. Target suffers 2, 3, 4 damage and must either discard a card, a discard a tome, or have this model draw a card. Wow. So you can do that on a friendly model. Two, so one of these eight wound models, uh, 2, 3, 4, and must either discard a card or have this model draw a card. So that's that's completely optional, right? It's not... Yeah. You must discard if you've got it it's must you must either discard because it's either and then draw um, a yeah. discard or have this model so you could just be like no i'm not discarding a tome i'm going to draw a card that's pretty cool uh what have we got a crow trigger killer late fees when resolving the target suffers plus one damage and ignores any of its hard to kill or demise abilities oh, oh hello midnight stalker um, <laughs> um and then a spin web trigger uh, we've got a Font of Knowledge action, range 10 again, stat 6 versus willpower. Once per turn, friendly Cadmus model only. Until the end phase, when the target is declaring triggers, this model may change any one suit in the target's dual totals to any suit in this model's final dual total for this action. It's got a Tome trigger, which is if this tar- if the target has not activated this turn, it must activate the next time this crew turn chooses a model to activate. So you can give an opponent's model a suit, um, but then force it to activate next, which is nice. Uh, Mars trigger, push target two inches away from this model. Um, let's We'll come back to that. Let's look at the last action. So we've got a tactical action, which is deafening silence. Um, four inch range, needs a six to go off. Until the end phase, enemy models must discard a card to target friendly cabinet models within range with a non-claw, non-gun action. Okay, so it's not it doesn't affect loads of stuff, but that's that's interesting. Uh, with a mass trigger to place this model anywhere within range. Okay, so that's how he's getting up the board. Um, placing four inches with his bonus action that it can siphon power for a suit for. Um, so font of knowledge, what are we using this for? You can put tomes on Nexus for surge. Yeah, I guess um, so. Um, extra crows for the effect kicking around. For the model with the hive upgrade, you could just put any of the suits in that it needs to. It means you could guarantee the crows for the unwilling servant or the aggressive control for the ram to take the claw action. So it says until the end phase. When does the upgrade take effect? Uh, that's after everything else is activated, so it's still during the activation. Okay, so phase. yeah, so yeah, that works. Like you could give the trigger for that, right? So works. Yeah, but if Nexus has got it, Nexus but it means if just, Nexus is uh, dead, you can oh, yeah, guarantee yeah. a model that can't stone. Yeah, I'll be honest. With you, I'm not. I'm not necessarily taking this for font of knowledge, but for me, this archivist, I, I'm taking this. Like, look at look at the front of that card again. That's defense five, willpower six. Is a little slow, but it is arcane shield two. It's ill omens plus two. Siphon power, so it's picking its suits. We've got that we are legion thing. It's only eight stones. It's eight wounds. I a injurable whispers, which is a ten inch range against stat six willpower. Brilliant. Uh, the the extra card draw 
Tetra shenanigans, fantastic, and killer late fees just bumps this up to a three, four, five damage spread. There, are, I, I don't see a, I don't see a world where you don't take this model in a cabinet crew. Like this, this thing is fantastic. This, this is an auto cabinet. Works really nicely with the crew. Uh, Ill omens makes up for the pass tokens you'll be giving away with your eyes and ears summoning. I like it. It works really nicely with the crew. I'm, I'm really, really happy about this model. I think it's really good. Uh, going back to Font of Knowledge, if you can get the Parasite token on some big models, I mean, this shuts down like a rider's defensive tech instantly because you just change their suit. Oh, I didn't think about that. You change the suit, don't you? You don't add it. Yeah. yeah. So like, you literally strip. So say it's the Pale Rider and they've sat with like eight tokens you just strip the rams. You t- turn them into crows. It's useless. That's really nice. Yeah. This is the world's angriest librarian, and I love it. Again, yeah, <laughs> like there is there is no reason not to take this model. It is my is my opinion on that. It's so good. Like even when your opponent announces guild, you you drop this because so much of guild has crit strike. You can shut crit strike off in a lot of the guild crews just by saying you don't have your rams anymore. Yeah, you can do the same thing to to buy you, and there, yeah, there's yeah. loads of things. Yeah, you can really, really cherry pick like the suit to stop things happening. Um, yeah, like fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's really, it's really interesting to see some. It's just a completely new sort of thing to do in the game as well. Um, I don't think you take it outside of Cadmus because you've got that 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 font of knowledge is yeah. only friendly Cadmus models only. So outside of Cadmus, you're not going to have those parasite tokens about. He's the archivist himself's got no way to put parasite tokens out, but in Cadmus, yeah, one hundred percent. There's no reason not to take this in Cadmus. It brings if it's if there's no use for font of knowledge, inaudible whispers, awesome. Um, deafening silence can give you some protection against some niche. I was going to say deafening silence as well uh, is really good because it's friendly uh, Cadmus. So if you can get some parasite tokens out, if they've got healing. They're going to have to discard to heal their models. Yeah. Mm. Yes, they are. And that, and that sort of thing. You're essentially... This model shuts down any sort of support tech that models could have. Yeah, I'd say it's, I'd say it's a fairly big linchpin in a Cadmus crew, this, personally. Yeah, and with it being... Okay, the aura is only four inches on Death and Silence, but Font of Knowledge being a 10-inch range, this model doesn't need to get involved. Yeah, it, it could sit quite far back if it needed to. Um, and I, I think even if it wanted to be really close, Defense 5, Warpower 6, 2, Arcane Shields, like, I, I don't think it's having a problem. Awesome. Yeah, no, I agree. We like this. All right, let's go on to the last Cadmus model, which is this Spell Eater. So this is Cadmus and Winch, Winch Hunter. Witch Hunter. Uh, <laughs> it's cost 7, 7 wounds, Arcane Shield. It's got Elemental Backlash, which is after an enemy model within six discards a card from its control hand, it gains this model's choice of burning one or poison one. That's really nice with Nexus, forcing you to discard cards or gain parasites. Uh, redirect Magic, so before declaring triggers in opposed duels with this model's opposing models lose all suits in their duel total, then add those suits to this model's duel total. That's very cool. And then we are Legion. Uh, so we've got Siphon Existence, which is a stat 5, 1 inch melee, 1, 2, 3 damage with Siphon Life and another Transmutation Trigger. We've got Elemental Blast, which is a 10 gun 
stat six versus defense, two, three, four damage with blaze, drain, magic, and rejuvenate, which is this model heals one for each ram in the action's final duel total, so a maximum of two, which, uh, are we, oh yeah, you can get because you steal their suit as well. Uh, so you can get two rams. And then a bonus action of down to the last drop. Uh, friendly only, the target and enemy models within two of the targets suffer one damage. Really nice with that Parasite token uh, with the uh, We Are Legion. And built-in trigger for either um, enemy models damaged by this action gain burning if it's Witch Hunter, and enemy models damaged by this action must pass a target number 12 defense duel or gain a Parasite token. So that's not a super hard duel. For seven cost... It's two, three, four damage. It's it's all right. Um, it's yeah, it's solid for the front of cards. Awesome. Uh, it's not to, like two, three, four damage isn't super exciting for a seven cost model or one, two, three in combat. But it's got some cool triggers. The bonus action is really nice. There's another way to get some jewels out there for a parasite token. I think you probably yeah. Take I one. think I think you do take one. Maybe I, I don't think it's an auto taking every crew. I think it's it's potentially yeah potentially take it when you know you're going into something you want to put a little bit more it brings a range element to the crew right it's it's another 10 inch range model could sit back with the other some of the other bits and play a slightly different game whereas all the other ones do want to play that close close game so i I think maybe this this gives cabmas a nice option to take a range element um yeah i i don't think it's a bad model yeah no i I, I really like it as well. Um, I like the combination. If you're taking the Meredith and the Creeper, I, I like the combination of Elemental Blast, Draining Magic, and then just handing out more poison into the enemy crew. Um, because they discarded a card from Drain Magic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does have to be within six. At that yeah, point. it's um, not ideal, but if it's if they throw something, I mean, there's there's plenty of pacey crews in the game, so. Yeah, I like it. I think it's good. I think it's good for like it's it's not setting the world on fire. It's not bad. It's not it's not like it's just a good seven soulstone model. Like there's not there's nothing to get super excited about, but there's also nothing to to knock it for. It's a it's move five, which makes it one of the quicker models that Cadmus could take, um, and it's got a good set of stats: defense five, will pass six. Like it, it could hang in, hang in there in the middle for a little bit. Seven and I think, yeah, and I think actually something you said was really relevant there, which is uh, about Cadmus's overall speed outside of obviously Nexus using exoskeletal connection. Um, I think you need to project some sort of range threat with Cadmus to force your opponent to come play yeah, your game. Um, because you certainly want you basically want a big scrum, right? So you can pass damage off to loads of their models. Um, your models don't have to move super far. You're affecting loads of people with your pulses and shockwaves. So you need to project a range threat to force people to come and engage. Yeah, you. right now I have my initial impression is I'd be reluctant to take Cadmus into a corner deployment game. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think I mean definitely Nexus can move models up the board, but that's three models. And that's his yeah, that, entire that's AP, right? So. Like, yeah, it's not a terrible use of the master's AP, but I don't know. It feels also feels like, uh, as we said previously, Nexus Nexus itself isn't it. It isn't that defendable. Like it's only got stones really as its defense. It can ping a point of damage off during an activation, but I don't think that keeps it alive. 
No, uh, but I'd say but Nexus can sit back, right? Because the uh, 12-inch range on the, the actions effectively, or right, 12-inch node for the actions. Um, but yeah, what what do we so that's the keyword. What what are our thoughts? I love it. Like I I, I I can and the thing is this you can see some super powerful bits in it, but I think we we even just now we've picked it apart and found some clear weaknesses in the keyword. Like it's got its good matchups, it's got its bad matchups, it's definitely got um some some strengths and weaknesses, which I think puts it in a really nice place overall, because you need to have that. You don't want these you don't want keywords with no weaknesses, right? Um but um, I really like it in like a in a game in something like Recover Evidence where your opponent's got to come in. Um, I think Cadmus is a really scary prospect because who wants to come in and get involved with all these models when they with all the ping damage from we yeah are de- definitely like I don't yeah I think if what how this works is if you get caught out you get a parasite token I I start to think I think it just starts to grow right it starts to affect your crew which i quite like the whole you get one parasite token you or you run out of cards and you can't fend it off and another model picks up a parasite token and actually if you and then end if you're in the middle of the web that's it you, you are you are coming apart of the scenes i think that's that's where nexus plays in that bubble in a game where you want they want you close to them they want you involved and i genuinely think that that that's a really cool, and I love it. It's very unique. I personally can't wait to play and see these models on tables. They're, they're going to be stunning. Yeah, it's just a super cool mechanic, and it's something really new, which I love as well. But it's, um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it's awesome. I'm super, super excited. It's probably one of the keywords I'm most excited about, um, partly because it's different. It also plays super into my kind of control-y sort of play style. Um, but, yeah, and I think, and and I, I will say, like, the... The effort gone to to make sure because actually like the parasite tokens are really powerful, right? And actually, I think if you get one, it's almost death sentence if you're in the middle of the opponent's crew. But um, almost all of these, apart from the stat for shambling ness, you have a really good chance to resist, or you can resist by either discarding a card or cheating or flipping a good card in, or 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 a moderate card in to pass a. Uh, simple jewel right so it's not super easy to get them out but they're putting pressure on by forcing you to do this a lot and that threat is there because you know as the opponent actually if you get a parasite token on on your model it is bad news yeah i mean definitely i would say so and lewis would, would you agree that i think actually this cadmus crew i for me reading these cards they have a real real weakness that could potentially be blasts and shockwaves yeah they are definitely going to suffer to crews like pandora and any any models that can blast they're also if you've got models that can attack not defense or willpower they can attack move but there's going to be a lot of crying about this keyword there is uh, there's going to be people who don't like it and say that there's too much going on but I genuinely feel like this keyword is going to be one of the most seen and for good reason. It's going to excel in flank deployment. I'm I'm actually really curious here. So like what 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 do you think would make so obviously we've read through the book. So what 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 makes you think you take Cadmus or what makes think Cadmus would be one of the most commonly seen and what makes you think people would cry about it so i like my personal thought is canvas is probably the hardest to use keyword we've looked at um 
and it's got so many moving parts, which I get is can be a struggle for an opponent sometimes to keep up with it and realize actually what they need to where the threat is coming from and what they need to watch out for. But I think at the same time, it's also has a very, very low threshold for mistakes. Um, and I think actually a little bit of wrong positioning and then you lose Meredith or you lose that archivist and you struggle to come back from it. Yeah, I, I, I can see what you're saying. I think people will cry about it because even if I just look at gaining grounds one, right, um, that we're playing at the moment. So when you pass the damage along, it still comes from the initial source, right? Um, it's your models. You're just choosing a different model to take the damage, right? So during the activation phase, when this model heals or suffers damage, it may choose another friendly Cabas model within four, not already chosen for this ability, uh, this activation to heal or suffer one damage as before, if it does so. So I don't know, because as before potentially makes it sound like it's as before coming from the same model, but then it's it's the yeah. model may choose another. So the damage is coming. The source of damage is, is arguably... We are Legion, which is your friendly model's ability. Yeah, yeah. It, it, we are Legion damage. It's not. It's not say coming back at you. Okay, so for me, immediately, if I'm playing against a melee crew, this is letting me deny them. We are Legion denies like let them bleed quite easily with the healing, passing it around that sort of thing. Hidden martyrs. Public enemies, you just shift it onto an eyes and ears, and then they get one point rather than killing Meredith, for instance, and getting two or three, whatever she gives away. I just think there's going to be a lot of people that, where it's a feels bad, where they think they're going to kill a model, and then it's just going to jump the damage around, and you're just going to be smashing your head up against a wall. Per activation, you can do it once. It's We Are Legion. They all have the same ability. They can't, they can't all do it because it shares a name. You're moving one point. Uh, so there's there's a couple of things to remember there, Matt. It's not an aura, so uh, that last bit you said doesn't matter about being affected by the same thing. Um, it does stop itself affecting the same model because it says you can only target the same model once uh, per activation. But um, that you can effectively... So you can pass damage off more than once per activation. You just can't pass it to the same model. Um, yeah, so you can conga line it down the down your crew basically. Yeah, but you can only but if you conga line it down your crew, you stop all of those models you conga line it down being able to be affected by that activation. So I, I think, and even if you just look at it in the simplest form and just go, I will consider that this entire crew has armor one, right? Like in terms of a killing models thing, right? If you just assume that every model in this crew has armor one, right? Actually. If you've only got one friendly model within four inches of you and no enemy models with a parasite token, you can only pass off one damage that entire activation because you can only target the same model once. Um, so it's effectively worse than armor. Now, what it is is more versatile, but in terms of in terms of being able to kill it, I think actually if your opponent looks at it like that, just be like, well, just think of it like armor because effectively it is. But instead of reducing, instead it's, of, no, it's shielded. It's shielded. Well, it's, it's worse than both because you're still taking the damage. You're just taking it on a different model, potentially an enemy model, which is better then. But it's it's it yeah, it's different. It is really different. But I don't think it makes the 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 difference with with scoring and stuff the healing is the thing but again it's one per activation so it's it's slow to damage and it's slow to heal so there's a lot of influence for you to come in and put the pressure on what you do need to do is kill models dead 
There's none of this. There's none of this. Oh, I'm going to do a bit of damage all over the place. It's you need to kill a model dead and then move on. Yeah, and I think that's, and then you kill models dead and you just give up because Nexus summons off corpses, right? Is that am I remembering? Uh, summons off webs. Oh, I, I genuinely think that they're they're only summoning those those two stone minions, and they've got three wounds. Like, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't know. I feel like you're gonna blast those. Or you're gonna shockwave it's, those it's out. A, it's a free. It's a. It's a two stone minion with lure that doesn't come in mindless. You know? Yeah, I, I. I don't think it's going to be a problem. Uh, like, I, I think they are good, and I think they are good. I, I think. I think there might. There is an option to like. There, there can be a bit of a. Oh, what am I going to do? But um, no more than another crew out there. I'd say like that, that upgrade is going to upset a lot of people. That upgrade is basically making Nexus the only five action master. What what's Tara saying? <laughs> she doesn't exist. She's, she's rubbish, a, she's, right? She's like... A not rubbish, and B has six AP, so sharp. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> and and as someone who played a game with Ophelia today, who might as well have effectively had about ten AP, I'm not I'm not I'm not going to be crying a river over Nexus getting two activations with a very specific action. Going to get shot by Ophelia. Plinked, shot again, plinked again, shot again, plinked. Oh, and then she's going to bonus action sidearm and plink me again. Yeah, thanks. I had a load of fun. <laughs> All right, fair. Um, I, I think a lot of people are going to... There's a lot to take in with the crew, and I think a lot of people are going to get caught out by We Are Legion first, which is going to lead to cries of, it's too strong, when it's probably not. It's a very high skill threshold, like you said, Jamie. I just think when people get caught out by it, it's going to lead to a lot of I think, initial I think you've hit the nail on the head there. What it is is a gotcha, right? Uh, it's not... I think even in just what we talked about here, right? We Are Legion effectively is half the time worse than armor and shielded, sometimes better than armor and shielded for, for the odd attack where you can pass the damage off to an enemy model. It's a versatile ability, and it gives you the potential to move things around, but ultimately it's not... There's nothing, and actually, and if you look into the detail of the way it's worded, it's actually re- really written, written, sorry, written in a way that's really, in my opinion, balanced. You can only target, so you can't just keep hammering an enemy model with one damage after one damage after one damage because it is like I think it's written yeah. in a really balanced way. And actually, if your opponent just considers your crew to be armored, they'll have no worries getting their head around this. Um, and like to a degree, you, there, there's a point where it becomes slightly like armor, slightly like vengeance or black blood. But again, it's not each hit; it's once. So, you're, if your model's going in, you need to go cool. Um, I'm going into this model. It's got two models it can pass. Well, let's say it's got one model it can pass off to, and me with a parasite token. So, I'm going to take one damage, and it's going to take two less damage because it can pass off damage twice, and it can pass it off once to his friendly model and once to me. And then you just go and go, cool, so I'm going to do one less damage each attack, and I'm going to take a damage. And that's it, and you've worked it out, and you know you know exactly what's coming. Yeah, yeah, but you're giving people a lot of credit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, let's face it. <laughs> you're giving quite a lot of people quite a lot of credit to think yeah, about I, it like I, that. I think I overcomplicated it there, right? I think the armor analogy is the safest one, right? If you just consider that it's they, the whole crew's got armor, and that's the way it works, essentially... Some of the time they won't, but if you consider it as always having armor, you're never you're sort of setting yourself up to succeed in terms of your damage potential. 
I think it's better than armor. I, I, I would say, I would say it's definitely shielded, and we know how good that is because of flinch on Ophelia. But um, <laughs> not that not that we're hung up on it at all. Um, <laughs> I think but, someone needs to be honest with themselves, Matt. I think someone's a little bit hung up on it. I'm a little bit hung up on it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, yeah, but I still think I think they're very good. I, I think it's good. I, I think I think we touched on it in episode one, Jeremy. Like we're actually there's there's going to be a while where people are going to get used to explorers and there's going to be a knee jerk reaction. And, but I, I think we'll go over that. And, we're, and to be honest, it's so good that we've got a new faction, a whole new wave of models and they're all unique as well. Right. Every single one of them. So I, I, I'm, I'm willing to take a, take six months of knee jerk reaction for what is quite frankly, awesome. That we've got yeah. a whole new faction. Agreed. Yeah. I, I completely right, cool. agree. Well, I think we love Cadmus, um, Lewis, and well, no, I think we, yeah, we love Cadmus. Potentially, people are going to get caught out by things in it, um, but I, I, I personally look at it, and I think overall this is written in a really well, re- really good way, and it, and it feels to me like it's super complicated um, in terms of getting the most out of it, but um, it feels, it feels like it sits in a pretty good place for balance for me. All right. Is that any, anything else to say on Cadmus? Any particular call-outs? I mean, let's let's flush with cash on Nexus with all those eyes and ears around. Is is an obvious extra that you're probably going to want about. But anything else we're looking at out of keyword? Maybe. Yep. I mean, we we joked earlier about the uh, ten so ten stone. Yeah, no, you. I think you actually do want the emissary yeah. in this crew, right? For all the simple jewels. Also, um, something that moves them around was the bellhop porter, like getting models around. Is he the one that moves models? Uh, yes, he can do. Um, I think the other thing to mention with the emissary, actually, that is not that is worth thinking about is aura of courage. Those pass a jewel, heal a wound. Uh, pass beat a jewel by two, heal a wound. In the crew with we are legion, awesome. Yeah, also, eyes and ears, right? So like they're a stat five to do their little pulse thing, but if they use a seven, they heal one, right? Is that how that would work? Uh, yeah. It's that five target number ten. So if you put in a seven, you get twelve. You'll be over two points, and you'd heal, right? So no, they're sorry. They're stat four. Need a twelve. So they need an eight for it to go off. So you need a ten to get to heal, or you need an yeah. eight or more of tomes because then you increase your jewel total by two. Yeah, and I mean, all that just trickle trickle healing back onto those models that are effectively your wound hubs. Yeah, I think the emissary is definitely in this crew. Do you just? laugh with the archivist and put hidden agenda on it so that they're taking more death by a thousand cuts potentially I'm not sure I'd be a little bit more tempted to put it on something I mean that on the um, on one of the husks perhaps so that it can gain fast yeah or I was actually thinking maybe the night silk creeper um enforcer though right so it doesn't get the fast bit yeah i was more thinking about the other bits on it um so like the uh potential to make it i'm just i was just thinking actually if you're putting it on there how are you going to get the most out of it um but yeah you might be right with the berserker husk um i was just trying to like i super worry about putting an upgrade on like a defense for um like essentially throw away model right uh so you could put it on the the one that joined Sonya's crew. What's it called? The Spell Eater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's got decent stats as well. It was stat six on both of its things. So cheating face down as well is also nice. Uh, stat five on the melee, but I think you're mostly taking it for the range attack. To be honest. Yeah. 
I think a call out in this slow canvas crew is you probably want some treasure maps around because deadly pursuit, right? Maybe. I don't know what you're putting on that's worth that investment. Um, I'd actually be more tempted to go with... Actually, you know what? Um, the Night Silk Creeper does, but other than that, does anything else ignore web markers for movement? I don't think it does. I don't think it does uh, either, So the Berserker Husk can, on a trigger on its creep along, for its creep along. But other than that, everything else is going to be slowed down by it. That's that's weird. Um, so so yeah. maybe you're taking the metal mounting goat uh, so you can ignore your web markers. Yeah, well, they're not going to outride it, are they? Most of them being move four. So. <laughs> yeah, they can move and still be within range to move again. Um, um, the problem is, actually, there's no way to put parasite tokens on a friendly model. No, there must be. Uh, there is not. You cannot make a friendly non-Cadmus model a friendly Cadmus model. No, surely not. Oh yeah, enemy only on Shambling Nests is what I thought it was, but no, yeah, you're well, right. So it, it, regardless of if you can, so actually you can get a Parasite token on them because you could do it with Rancid Transplant, but um, that that doesn't matter because what, what it actually refers to is the, the thing that actually makes Parasite Tokens do anything, which is the Will of Cadmus Parasitic Grasp, is Cadmus models in this crew may treat enemy models with a Parasite Token as though they were friendly Cadmus models. Um, yeah, so that's not so, at all, uh, So you can't actually make anything interact. So that's probably good, actually, because I, th- I think if you could make the Emissary and stuff like that become friendly cabinets you maybe although it'd be cool from a kind of they're joining the hive theme point of view i think you you potentially leave yourself open to some crazy crazy yeah, combos the and actually i think yes. it's in a really good play because like actually they don't really have a big beta in this keyword it is literally it is literally death by a thousand cuts right um unless nexus gets his crazy min five damage once a turn kind of shenanigans on um but yeah i really like it i think it's in a really good place i'm super excited by it i think whoever invests time to learn this keyword inside and out is going to profit because i think there's so many different things you can do that your opponent's going to struggle to have an answer for them all and to know what everything you could potentially do especially seeing as two things you can do after the turn has finished now those those are quite when well, i say quite limited they're a little bit limited in their application but they can be quite impactful right yeah all right cool we love cadmus well i love cadmus i love cadmus i like it it's very good all right all right well we're going to leave it there so that is it for the cadmus show so thank you very much for listening lewis thank you very much for joining us and thank you for having me on no worries we will see you all on the next show bye 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 bye